When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. I grew up yeah. on New York Sports Talk Radio, Key. Yeah. Love me some New York Sports Talk Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. You go to the Listen Live function on the ESPN app. It takes five seconds. You can listen to us live as you go anywhere. You don't need to be in your car, whatever. Hey, you heard that voice earlier. That was Brandon Jacobs in 10 minutes, two-time Super Bowl champion. Brandon Jacobs will be with us. When I was doing the Max Kellerman Show, New York Radio, back in the day, that was during that Giants run, we used to call him the juggernaut, right? I mean, those were those two Super Bowls against the Patriots. Honestly, if I had to think of the, the best moments of my life, those are two of the top ten, I swear to God. Like the birth of my children, those two, a couple other things. Like, in terms of the amount of endorphins running through my body when that happened, I couldn't. Like, it was the same game twice in a row or two in a four years against the Patriots and Tom Brady. Man, Jacobs Brady. would punish people. Jacobs would punish. Was, it was oh. like, punish him. Was, Eye formation, just punish him. New York was so proud of having Brandon Jacobs running the ball for that team. And he's coming up in probably about nine minutes from now. So here's the question. Are you more confident in the Giants, who in the Gettleman era, there was no hope? No hope. Or the Jets, who just a minute ago, it was like, oh, they got becked in. Now they're going to draft another offensive lineman, and they got the quarterback who's making some magic in college, and now they're putting it all together. But at this moment, who are you more confident in? Com- confident? What? Comforted? Comforted? Bye. Yeah. Confident in. Key. What? Giants or Jets? <laughs> More I'm confident. more confirming, man. You're more confirming? Yeah. No. I'm more confident in um, the Giants right now because the coach has, has displayed in a short period of time a strength that I admire, which mm-hmm. is getting the team to respond to what it is that you're putting out there for them to respond to. They didn't all of a sudden put up a shield. They actually are, are, are putting their money – where their mouth is in cashing in, um, you look at you look at Daniel Jones, you look at Saquon Barkley, you look at the defensive side of the ball. They're playing tough. They're playing inspired football to me. They're coaching inspiring. Uh, the fact that you can go for it on and, and get the two points and win the game and get out of there. And the way, so it's the the play call to do it. And then it's the way Saquon ran, right? Like with yeah, a certain determination that. we haven't seen in a while. All that is important. And I think when you look at the Jets side of things, I got a coach worried about people in the from a fan base or the media or whomever talking about how the team is not inspiring and the team lacks some things. And he's paying attention to it and responding to it in a public format. Well, but probably the press will stop that now that we know he's taking receipts. Now well, everyone's maybe, very scared because well, uh, he's taking receipts. Maybe it's the press, maybe it's the fans, whoever it is. I don't know that it'll stop until you start winning. You know, and once you start winning and you show in that form of winning, 
that they're inspired and they look like they want to be there and play hard and play for you and things of that nature, the criticism is going to continue to keep coming in a town and in a city uh, that New York Jet fans, you know, uh, uh, are here looking at on an every single weekend basis. So, you know, I think for Robert Sala, he's just got to try to figure out how to coach his team and get some wins so people get off his butt. Jay, Jay, yep. you're, a Giants, you're a Giants Yeah, fan. talk to me. Let's go. Let's you're a Giants fan. Yes. So am I. Yes. And a, but when, during the Gettleman era mm-hmm. and when the coaches are revolving and given what Mara was doing in terms, of, in terms of the way he was running the team last 10 years, a year ago or a year and a half ago, I think we both would have said Jets have a brighter future than the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel today? Oh, the complete opposite. And it's amazing how one game, but also I, I got a chance to hear from Saquon Barkley throughout the summer about what they were doing. I, I will tell you what I do need Everyone to see. Everyone pay attention. Jay hangs out with Saquon Barkley and talks to him. Yeah, I talk to him every once in a while. All I'm saying is what I do need to see, Max, moving forward, man, I'm sitting next to one of the best wide receivers ever to play the game. I'm going to need my man who signed a four-year, $72 million deal to look like he belongs to be on the damn field. I, I, I'm, I am, I'm going to need Kenny Galladay not to have two catches for 22 yards. I'm going to need him to be that dude, and that's the next like, – if I know that Saquon could be that, Sterling Shepard played his tail off the other day. Like, Kadaris Tony, okay, like I need to see you too. Like, there are certain things that I'm still waiting to see, but I do like the direction of where we're going. Two far. things about what you said I like a lot. First of all, Kadarius Tony got all the talent in the world, but you keep hearing bad things I'm saying, about man. his approach in the preseason, behind the scenes, the whole thing. That's one. Two, uh, uh, um, Kenny Galladay, they're going to need someone. Like, when Saquon had the 2,000 all-purpose yards as a rookie, Odell was on the team. That loosens it up. If if all year constantly every defense knows that Saquon is the only threat, that's going to be a problem. He needs someone at least key to be threatening to a defense other than him, right, who can catch the ball? Yeah, but I, but I, I think Sterling Shepard – even though he's a more of a inside guy, a slot guy, that can help your run game. I mean, that can help Saquon Barkley. Look, Kenny Kenny Galladay is whatever. I mean, they what does that mean to you? It means game recognized game. No, 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 no. I, I want him to break down what whatever means because it, that was vague. He's a guy. He's just he's a guy. Jack, he, he, just a they guy. paid him like you know he's supposed to carry the passing game. I, in my opinion, they overevaluated. Not that he couldn't be. A good wide receiver, but they overevaluated his value for the Giants and what he could do for the Giants. They're probably, and I don't remember the free agent market or whatever, but they could have probably acquired a different type of wide receiver, whether it was drafting or through free agency, that probably could have given them more than what they've gotten from Galladay in a couple years. You know what's hilarious? The most hilarious thing about the Galladay signing is that that was Gettleman. He had had several drafts. He gotten he traded Odell, got that good offensive lineman who then walked out the door the, the following year. But the point is, when you make a move like the Galladay move, what you're really telling everyone is, everyone had their opinions about me, but now I've drafted, I got my piece, and now I'm going to sign this guy to put us over the top. Mm-hmm. That was really Gettleman being like, now is the time I've built this team up. It was ridiculous. But it's, it's very difficult, and I learned this again from <laughs> a few people that I know that are uh, – high-end executives in the National Football League. And they also coach? Time, and they also have coached before. No, but I, you know, one of the things that, that I was taught is that when you're looking at situations in free agency and things of that nature, 
going and plucking Galladay off a Detroit team that had never won anything, and he was padding stats and doing so. You really have to know what you're getting. Wasn't you that he wasn't going to what you're be, doing? Yeah, or, or what you're getting because what you're doing is going to allow you to get what you're trying to get from the team that you're trying to get it from. When you so, take when you take a player from certain organizations in certain situations and you bring him to unstable situations, it never comes to fruition because you take it from an unstable situation in Detroit to a bad unstable situation in New York and you expect for him to flourish in those situations and it's not he's just leaving from one city to the next. Basically the teams are the same. And Sean McVay does the complete opposite. And Sean McVay unstable does- to stable, exactly. win a damn Super Bowl. With and I'm Matthew sitting over here looking at Kenny Galladay in this situation. Right? I mean, that's just. But now we got if you the took right Kenny GM, Dallas, I think yes. we got the right I coach. Agree. Yeah, but if you would take a Kelly, Post. Kenny, Gallad- Kenny Galladay what? and put him on any stable organization and winning, now you, you get something you're going to see something different. A la Cleveland Browns, Odell Beckham Jr. He leaves that dumpster fire and goes to the Rams, and he looks like a totally different player to the point where it's like, Ooh, well, he's not causing any problems. Uh, well, he never was causing any problems. No, so his teammate, by the way, Odell's teammates love him. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com. Guys, you heard you Jay's lock it in earlier. It was Seattle's getting eight and a half points on the road. No, they are, yeah, on the road in San Francisco. Yep. They're getting eight and a half points. Jay says, take them. Now it's time for my lock it in. Is anything ever a lock? You better lock it. You better lock it. No, you lock it. Lock it. The answer could be a yes today. It's a lock. As KJ and Max lock it in. But it's a lock. Here's my lock it in. Ready for this? Know what the over-under on Saquon's total rushing yards are? Or is? 74 and a half, and I'm taking the over all day. In spite of what I said about Odell's presence helping Saquon as a rookie and he doesn't have someone like that, he just got 164 yards on the ground against a defense that was supposed to be number one against the, against the run. He's going to go over 74 and a half. Saquon Barkley not only is elusive and got all that little yeast, as, as Key would call it, uh, like Barry Sanders, he's 233 pounds. And for the first time in his career, I saw him run between the tackles like he meant it. You know, like a guy who, who's, I'm not saying he never put in effort, but it was a different mentality. He's 25 now. He's been around the block a few times. He's gone through injuries. He has a better offensive line in front of him. He has a better quarterback than he used to. Good luck keeping Saquon Barkley under 74 and a half yards. Plus, watching the way the Browns punished the Panthers that day, their next matchup, obviously, against the Panthers. If you're watching tape of the way Kareem Hunt, you know, also Nick Chubb, the way they kind of utilize Wrong with that mentality. Yeah, yeah. same kind of thing. Same mentality. Those guys are are beasts that way, though. All right. Joining us now is a running back who ran with that mentality during the glory Super Bowl era where the Giants twice beat Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Brandon Jacobs, two-time Super Bowl champion. The juggernaut from back in the day. What's going on, Brandon? Hey, man, what's going on, guys? Hey, hey, thanks for having me, fella. Thanks for coming back. Hey, listen, you were the one who thought the Giants were going to have a good year this year, and everyone's like, oh, it's not going to be good. What? How do you think Saquon Barkley, Brandon, I'm taking him for 2,500 all-purpose yards this year if he can stay healthy, whole offense is going to run through him. 
He had 2,000 all-purpose as a rookie. How do you think he looked in week one? Well, you know, I think Saquon, man, I think he looked really, really, really good in, uh, in week one. Um, came out, he, he ran the ball hard, he ran behind the shoulder pass. He, you know, he did a little bit more than people usually see him do at his best. Uh, you know, he was, he was hitting on all cylinders out there. And uh, I think Saquon, you know, I agree with you. I, I got him for at least 2,000 yards again this season, mm. uh, total yards. Um, and I don't think the Giants offense really can do anything, you know, can do much without him. Got 17 games nowadays, too. Saying, Brandon, and last games. time you were on, you predicted the Giants could win 10 games this season. You still feeling that way about the G-Men? I, I feel like the Giants can win 12 games this, you know, this year. I mean, I do. I feel like that. I think the defense is playing phenomenal, especially against the run. Uh, so you're saying they can contend know, for the division pretty much? Absolutely. We can win the division. I mean, we got Philly, which I'm not overly impressed with the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, all the Dallas Cowboys. And who knows about the commanders? Like, we really don't know. Right now, I think the Giants is the best thing our division has to offer. I mean, Saquon is the best player in the division if he's healthy. If he's healthy, he should Absolutely. be. He, a lot of weeks, he's going to be the best player on the field. So, Brandon, what, what, what have you seen from Daniel Jones? I mean, obviously, I mean, Parsons. Tells, two tails. <laughs> two tells of different halves. What have you seen well, of him this far? Well, what I see from Daniel Jones, man, I mean, I think the, I, I, I think the kid has uh, flashes sometimes where you see he is, he, you know, he can be the best quarterback out there. He'll come out and kill you with the the, the, the most numbers ever, right? But then, then one week he'll come out there and act like he'd never seen the football. So, I mean, He's just he's just inconsistent. If he can find some kind of way to stay slightly above average and be consistent, I think the Giants' chances go up. You know, just off of him being consistent, throwing for for you know two hundred and fifty yards. You know, having a sixty five percent, seventy percent percentage. Uh, you know, and and Saquon rushing the ball for you know for an average of. 105 to you know 110 yards a game. So I think the Giants could really come out on top, you know, you know, with about I say about three fifty to three hundred and seventy five yards and, and win football games. And I, I honestly I honestly like I believe that because there's no really high potent offense in, in our division. And I think Daniel Jones can we can win by him just being, you know, slightly above above average and consistent at it. Brandon Jacobs, former giant running back and two time Super Bowl champion. Joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and, of course, we can't forget about Max. Um, Brandon, what will hold the Giants back from reaching a certain goal, which is, in your mind, winning the division this year? Um, Obviously, the defense breaking down and injuries. You know, uh, I shouldn't say defense breaking down. Injuries are the only thing I – think that can be in the way i really think they're better than the other three teams I, I truly believe that i'm not saying that because they signed my paychecks i'm not saying that because it's such a great organization i'm saying that because of my football mind and knowledge on what i know about the game and what they have as a team versus the other ones they're against i you know i, I see you know if saquon stays healthy you know i, I think they win the division if they if he don't stay healthy i don't i don't think they win a the division because then you have to put the ball in the daniel jones hands to force them to do something that that we are that we that none of us know whether or not he can do. Well, you kind of said the same thing I said the other day, Max. With if Saquon Barkley stays healthy, he's going to be a two thousand plus all purpose guy. And if he's a two thousand plus all purpose guy, most likely that team is probably going to win the division. 
because he's Dax the best Hurt player. And yeah, that, yep. I mean anybody. Think about any team around anywhere, right? You, yeah. They're going to win the division when you got Derrick Henry in Tennessee rushing for two twenty some hundred dollars, twenty some hundred dollars. Lord, I'm think about money. Twenty some hundred yards, right? Cash money, right there. Cash money, baby. Twenty five plus hundred yards, all purpose when Derrick Henry did it. For the Titans, they won I the like division. the way Brandon Jacobs did it, Jay. I like the way you did it, Brandon. It's like you get this many yards from your running back every week. Add that to how many yards you're getting from your quarterback. That'll tell you how many yards of offense you get. And, Brandon, let's add the way they're being coached. It seems like such a – it doesn't seem. It is a different feeling that you have from last year's team with Joe Judge and company now to Brian Dable and the aggressiveness even going for it with, with Saquon Barkley. What are your thoughts on the different style of mentality? Man, well, I'll, I'll tell you guys this right now. And I, you know, I like Coach Deadball. I really do. He's done a, a, a tremendous job. He's had guys in there talking to the team. He went back in the archives to get guys to come out, come to practice. Uh, the way he, you know, most a lot of head coaches that get put in position, they don't look to take advice from anybody. You know, it's all about what they can do, and especially former players. You know, they feel like they never had to look to them for anything. For you know, but he he don't he he not only take advice, he acts for them. You know what he I call that, Brandon? You know what I call that? Threaten. What you call they, it? Threaten. They feel threatened by people that are former players. They don't want them influencing. Their ego's not people. solid enough no, to take it. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Yeah, but you're saying he actually yeah, solicits so, advice from former players. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's asking. He says, you know, so what did you guys do? You know, how did you guys practice? You know, what were some of the things that Coach Coughlin did? And by the way, I coached against you. I love the way you play. You're great. You know, I want you to talk to the team. You know, stuff like that. I mean, that's my first time meeting the guy when I went up for training camp. I think he's awesome. He has a he has a, a, a huge set and a huge set hanging down there where he can go and, and go for it. You know, and go for two point conversion and win the game like that. Like that's the set a lot of coaches don't have. And versus kicking it, tying it up, and going to overtime, he went for the win and he got the win. He got the ball again into the great, you know, the best player on the team. And he made it happen. I mean, a lot of coaches won't do that, especially in week one. He's coming out on, you know, he's week one on the road. He goes for it, makes it happen, wins the game, dances in the locker room after the game, shuts all the stuff down, and and, and gets ready for the Carolina Panthers, who again we know gave up a whole gave up a whole bunch of yards on the ground to Cleveland Browns the week before, which they got a much better running back coming in. You know that that they have to face Saquon Barkley, a better offensive line, and, a, and an overall better football team than the New York Giants. And I think coming into this game, he got to keep his foot on the pedal and keep going and run the football and get it into Saquon's hands however he can. Brandon Jacobs, two-time Super Bowl champion. There's some athletes in every town. We're from special teams that New Yorkers always going to love. Brandon Jacobs is one of them, part of two great Super Bowl championships as heavy underdogs against the invincible New England Patriots and also the way Brandon ran, he ran the ball and everything. Special affinity for New York sports fans for Brandon Jacobs. Before we let you go, if Dak misses more than four weeks, can the Cowboys compete in the NFC East? I don't think the Cowboys can compete but Dak missing four weeks uh, at all. You know, I, I think a, a, a large bulk of their, their, their division games will be toward the end of the season. Uh, it's always that way. We got, they got the Giants coming up, uh, you know, in a week or so, two weeks or so, or whenever that is, or actually next week. Um, 
But I don't think the, the Dallas Cowboys could compete with Dak missing uh, four weeks of the season. If you really want me to be all the way honest with you, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys could compete with Dak healthy in the NFC East. Mm. Brandon Jacobs. You want to say that one more time? That's just, we want to clip that. That's, just, that's my take. That's my Your opinion. take is what? Can you reply to that take? dealing with the Dallas Cowboys, I could never say they're winning anything. Oh. Well, BJ, oh. Like, I, I know from your objective like football acumen side, why do you think even with Dak healthy, they wouldn't compete in the NFC East? Well, well, because with Dak healthy, I don't think it's a large production that comes from him. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're running the ball that you know that well. You know, I, I, I don't see them, you know, being able to stop the pass. A lot of dumb penalties the Cowboys, you know, commit on defense. Uh, I, I, I don't think they can stop anyone. I don't think they will be able to stop anyone to be able to compete. That's, 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 that's just my, you know, you know, my take. You know, I, I. I they they were running the ball really well in in the past years, but you know last week they didn't they didn't show to run it very well and they didn't show to stop anything as much that and then the pass interference and a lot of personal fouls just seemed like a bunch of undisciplined football being played coming out of uh, uh, Dallas. That is Brandon Jacobs, two-time Super Bowl champion. Brandon, always great talking to you. Hey guys, hey thanks for having me, fellas. Pleasure, man. Okay, giving Giants fans some hope. He ran in a way that gave Giants fans hope. He said 12 wins. He said 10 wins before the season started. Well, if they win this upcoming game, which they easily could, that's 2-0. That's a nice start. He he said 12 wins and can win the division. He's not impressed with the Eagles. And he's very impressed with the Giants' defense. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Dak Prescott, this is one of the best players in the league. Got hit into the like, the helmet or the, the hand of Shaq Barrett. He's out of the game. And all of a sudden, now you're going to take him away? Yes, he has an injury above his joint and his thumb up here. And I wouldn't give up a second or a third round pick for someone like Jimmy G or Tyler Huntley because I think right now it's just really hard for them to control the line of scrimmage. What else happened on this show, Key? What else happened on this show? Yeah, this Jay? show. 
two-time Super Bowl champion Brandon Jacobs had something to say about not only the Giants, but the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Want to hear that? Yes. Here he is. I don't think the Cowboys can compete, but Dak missing four weeks uh, at all. You know, I, I think of a, a large bulk of their, their, their division games will be toward the end of the season. Uh, it's always that way. We got they got the Giants coming up. Uh, you know, in a week or so, two weeks or so, or whenever that is, or actually next week. But I don't think the, the Dallas Cowboys could compete with Dak missing uh, four weeks of the season. If you really want me to be all the way honest with you, I don't think the Dallas Cowboys could compete with Dak healthy in the NFC East. Damn. Couldn't compete. Couldn't you know compete. who he thinks can compete? The Giants. But he says the Cowboys can't even compete in the NFC East. Yeah, I don't know about the. I don't know about if the Dak was there and healthy. I don't know about that one, but certainly, I believe with him out. When you look at things, it's probably gonna look real cloudy when he comes back. I mean, when you go down and look at the schedule, you got Cincinnati at home. Cincinnati will probably win that game. The Giants game on the road. The Giants will be the better team because they will have the better quarterback. And Saquon Barkley, I'm sure will be, you know, ready to go steamroll. You know, it's just a different – they probably lose that game. Washington at home. I mean, Carson Wentz played okay last week. Let's see what happens before I would just give the Cowboys that game. The Rams – or the Rams, I don't think they can beat. The Philadelphia Eagles, I don't think they can beat. So, they got the Rams and Philly back-to-back. Three out of the four games are on the road. So, three out of the five games are on the road by the time Dak comes back. That's a tall task. This team could essentially be zero and six in a heartbeat. It could happen. But, but Max, what I what I do need to see from the Cowboys, this is a team that last year led the league in penalties. So we talk about discipline. We we've seen spurts from their defense. Can their defense carry the load to that degree to win games? Like if you're going to stack the box because you know they're going to run, can Cooper Rush win a game? I don't think so, man. So I think the combination of all of it makes you look at this team and say, yeah, okay, you could tell me all the, all these things they could be with Dak, but without Dak, now it seems like they're going in the complete opposite direction. Even if he comes back, that's a lot to he ask him to make even, up for. He wasn't even playing great before he got hurt. So I'm yeah. saying, man. You know, I, here's one thing, and I know this sounds ridiculous. Like, it's not normally the case. But I do look for, in the absence of a dominant quarterback, who's the best player on the field. Right, like that guy can. The reason he's the best player is because he can influence the outcome of the game. Right, that Saquon. That's the reason I took the Giants to win Week One. It's the reason I'm going to take them Week Two. I think they have the best player on the field. Um, Parsons, Micah Parsons, is. I mean, he's a special player for a rookie. What he did last year, and he he is just a. Like, what about the presence of a dominant defensive player like that? Can't that win you a couple games? You ought to lose. Yeah, but if the team has 53 better players than you, don't matter, you know. Unless it's a quarterback who, yeah. is Is Daniel Jones better than Cooper Rush? Yeah. Saquon Barkley right now, based on what you saw week one between their running backs and Saquon Barkley. But so I think Saquon things like, Barkley better. But Parsons is the one dude on Dallas. Like, do they have a yeah, Saquon Barkley level player? Yeah, Parsons is that level player. Yeah, but he can't wreck the game to a point where he could get a sack or two. You, right? think, I, you don't think a he's a game wrecker? I think he's a game wrecker. Not at the not at the level where their defense – see, their defense isn't so good. That he puts it over the top. That he puts right. it over I the top. I get that. If yeah. this was a 
if this was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense that I had, the offense don't have to do nothing. Or even we, just a solid defense get, you put Parsons get, on we, it. Their yeah. defense isn't get us six, get us nine, we're good. Right. Derek Brooks coming to me and said, Key, just get a seven, man. That's all we need. We're going we gonna to shut this down. Just score one more time and it's over. That ain't the Cowboys defense. Right. I don't give a damn how good Mark Parsons is. That's not the Cowboys defense. He is so good, though, to me. Not the he Cowboys defense, level. though. Yeah. This is not the Giants no, no, of Lawrence Taylor's defense where Phil Simms and company didn't really have to do a whole lot. Right, just don't turn the ball over. Yeah. So what we're saying is this is the last season we'll see of Mike McCarthy. That's what we're saying. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that to be true. Yeah, hopefully I mean, not. McCarthy love, gets a pass. Hopefully not. I was very happy as a Giants fan that he that he keeps uh, that he kept. Uh, what's his name? Uh, was the last. See, it's tough. It's tough. Jason uh, Garrett. Garrett. Jason Garrett. Yeah. See, it's tough when you say that though, because when you lose, this isn't losing Zach Wilson. This is losing the quarterback that you've had that you paid one hundred and fifty million dollars to. Normally, I would say Jay. There's still 52 other players on the team. You got to find a way to win. But when you lose Lamar Jackson, young, healthy Ben Roethlisberger, Tommy Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, when you lose those quarterbacks, the team tends to crumble because those are the guys. But when you lose a guy like a Zach Wilson who hadn't even really played, I expect more out of Robert Sala to get the other 52 guys to play because they're there. That's why when I look at Mike McCarthy losing Dak Prescott, I'm like, well, you lose him and you can't win because you've you got a quarterback at Cooper Rush. The team is not strong enough to withstand that blow to Dak Prescott. Can I mention something? Mike McCarthy couldn't win the NFC North with Aaron Rodgers. That's why he lost his job, right? Like, he couldn't do anything with at the Aaron end, at the end, At the end, it was a but, problem, personalities and everything. But also, the league seemed to pe- – remember, the reason Jerry Jones claimed he could hire – like, oh, this is why – he realized that, oh, the game hadn't pa- had passed him by, and now he was going to study the analytics. And he took a course over the summer where he studied analytics, whatever. Remember that? He like, leafed through some pamphlets, and now he understands he the NFL, and he comes back. He does not. He still can't manage the clock. He might be a good head coach in the sense that he can get guys on the same page, and that's the most important thing. But there are, there are gaps in his, in his game as a coach. Yeah. but Keith, back, I just want to go back to your point for a second. I, I would be the opposite of you on that. If, if you, even though Zach Wilson doesn't feel like it has the same cachet as Dak Prescott, like, I still expect these players with Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, I, what their defense was charming to be last year, I still expect them to compete and play at a, I mean, in a division that is wide open. I mean, essentially, with the exception of the Eagles, maybe. I mean, there's been a different team to win a division, it feels like, every year. No, they, they can compete, but if you lose your store quarterback, you're probably not going to be a very good team. That's a built-in excuse for Mike McCarthy, and a lot of people would go, well, you know, they should have fired him. They shouldn't fire him because of the quarterback. And when the quarterback comes back, you're 0-6. Right. You're not 2-4. and 4. If you're 2-4, and 4, it's different. But when you're 0-6, that's hard, man. It's a hard one to come back from. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. College football is back. Tune in tomorrow as South Carolina hosts Georgia, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 11.30 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Are we sure that Lamar Jackson will be the Ravens quarterback long-term. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, T. Will, and Max.
Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Yo, yesterday was fun, man. Last night was fun. It's been a while since I, first of all, the three of us somehow have never watched a football game together, but also just hanging out. Yes, some, hanging some, out with having, Max Kellerman eating wings. Wings and some, and some light very, beer off the tap, very man. Very quiet eating wings. Yeah, man, well, of course. Ten minutes, you're eating wings. Five minutes. He's sucking the bones. Of no the question. Wings. Listen, Key, you mentioned uh, before that you wa- you were watching me eat the wings, and it was uh, hey yo. It was uh, it told told you something about me, but yeah, but, I looked at you. I was like, yeah, you've been around a lot of black folk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I see people eat you know, wings. They, 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 we love chicken, fried chicken. You know, that's what they say. Yeah, nothing but bones left. But sometimes I see people eating wings, and I look and I go, you could sell that again. They they no, they, you, that, you no, they wasting a wing. You didn't waste wasting it. it. It got to the point where the bones were so dry, I could see it from over there. Yeah, right. Uh, usually, there's meat on there. The bones are still kind of moist. It, it got to the point where your bones were dry. It was gone, nothing. It was zilch. That's, Finish. They cooked them right, though, because if you cook them, if you crisp them up a little bit, then you, you can the meat slides right on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have wings last night. I had a, a burger. Look good so to, my from burger, where I was, I was a little jealous. Everybody was jealous of that yeah. burger. They was trying to hate at first, especially Pat with his bald head. He was trying to hate. On my burger, then all of a sudden, what did he Bald Pat have to say? He was just always frowning. Everything I ordered, he had a problem with. What, you did, know? what did he order? I don't. You don't think he ordered any? I didn't steak. get any food. No. no, probably probably a Philly cheesesteak. He had a bowl of uh, col- uh, Brussels sprouts col- with bacon on. They see what they see that Yates? He was getting ready to call them collard greens. Some I was going to say cauliflower because I couldn't remember what Are it was. Are you saying Kayshawn had some? Uh, no, I had I had some Brussels no. sprouts. With a little bit of little sprinkles of bacon on it. Wait, what's wrong with that? Well, because you also it's a ordered kind of a burger with like thirty-eight ingredients. No, yeah, I did like I, a mondo burger. No, I had a okay. So here's what I had: I had a burger. 
I had lettuce, tomatoes, pickles. Right. All good so far. Jalapenos. Oh, yeah. Cheddar cheese on a potato roll with egg. Why oh, is that? Hell what, what, yeah. What is wrong with that? I want one of those right now. Because the hot, first of all, egg on burger is, is great, but not only that, the jalapeno, that's the way to do it. You got, you got the flavor. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're hungry, that protein, you get that extra fried egg oh. on top of the burger and it runs all into and the I cheese and the jalapeno. Oh. I cut it in four squares because it was so big, so I just cut it, sliced it, and hit it in four squares. And it was One thing you were missing on that, onion. I had onion. I had oh. red onion. Oh, you see, you didn't say that. And you said mustard. T- oh, oh. Man, it's I a know rat. what I'm doing. I'm not listening Hold to that. Hey, no ketchup? Boy, mustard, no Pat, ketchup? No, you I didn't put ketchup. I didn't oh, put ketchup put on my mu- burger. Oh, I put the mustard and the... No, I, I had the mustard, but no ketchup. I'm, I'm no with mayo. that whole thing and ketchup. Boy, Key was putting specific drops of mustard in between each bite on so the four-quarter yeah, so burger. Eat, I don't each, know what yes, L.A. Yeah, no, it's not L.A. I didn't want the burger sliding all over the place. Right. I want to be able to eat it right. That sounds so good. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The situation could be Dak Prescott on steroids. Remember we talked about Dak's contract for like two years? Well, this could drag out. I, I don't think it's a slam dunk that they're going to get something done. I don't see why he would take less. As long as he's willing to push this thing out, there's no reason why you should give them any sort of discount. He's a baller. He wants to go out there and play regardless. Um, but, you know, th- this could get tricky over the next few months. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. You give us a call on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-729-3776. That's 888-SAY-ESPN. Talk about the game last night. Can't fumble the bag, Yates. Can't. Do That's not That's dudes do be out there that. dropping them balls, man. You out here fumbling, man. Dropping Bentley. You dropping Bentley. You dropping houses and Bentleys See, and if I was a young receiver and I got to a team. If I, if I was a young receiver and I got to a team and Key was on the team already and I dropped a pass and he said, you're out here dropping Bentleys. That would totally – I would never drop another pass. Like, once you hear that, you go – because you go, he's right. Like, think of a receiver and the number of drops he has. Now, take away a drop. That contract he's going to see got another Bentley You know where I it. got that from? I got that from Dre Risen, Andre Risen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's obviously a vet so thing that I gets came, passed So down. when I came yeah. in the league, he said, man, you know, you can't be out there dropping the bench. Did you drop something? No, no, then, no, no. He would just – you know, when you, when you early in your career and you were a guy that people are putting up as the next and this, that, and the other – and you are stretching and warming up or whatever the case may be, guys like that will come and give you advice. You know, Dre Rise would give the advice, say, man, he can't. Whatever you do in this league, don't be out there dropping them Bentleys. So when I started hosting um, this just in, so key, they 
rushed it on the air. We had almost no rehearsal. And hosting live TV is not – I never, like, went to school for it or something like that. I didn't go to broadcasting school. And I hadn't had practice of doing it. Of course you know, didn't. I could tell by the way you talk. No question. And, 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 I, and, and I didn't and I didn't um, – you know, I didn't have practice hosting live TV in a long time. Look, I'm on for eye candy. We all know what it is. It's not for hosting skills. It's because uh, I'm good looking. But the point is, I so I get on that show, and every and there's a lot of technical problems yeah. early on. For, and I'm, every time it kind of freezes me up. And we have a an, an executive here at ESPN named Pete McConville. Yeah. McConville holds up his papers. Baldy. Like, he holds up his papers and goes, Max, if it goes wrong, you have your, you know, something wrong with the prompter. You have your scripts in front of you. And he just went, he hit it with the back of his hand. Just be like, hey, and just start like reading yeah. off the script. There's something about the way he hit the paper with the back of his hand that changed everything for me. It, it just gave me the impression of what was really going on. Relax. Take it easy. People can see something's going wrong. Just read off the script. When sometimes someone can phrase something a certain way or, or a vet can tell a young, you know, a, a rookie or a novice, this is the way you do it. The way that's phrased, you're out here dropping Bentleys. To me, like I could, ju- that just affects me yeah, if I was a receiver. Every 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 catch is several hundred thousand. Yo, <laughs> right. In the end, you're trying to get the thirty million, thirty five million a year, and then if you break it down, and you know, you start break. You know how they do that sometimes. Yeah. Yard. Oh, he makes this per yard. He makes that per attempt. He makes this per. And when you break it down, you look. Every touchdown yeah. equals this amount. Not to mention drops are going to come so, out. So let's say, for instance, you you make it just for round numbers sake, you score 10 touchdowns a year, million dollars a touchdown. Sure. <laughs> like, you know what I'm and saying? And if you got nine, maybe it's nine million. And maybe you're a nine million dollar yeah. receiver and you got nine touchdowns, a million dollars a touchdown. If you drop that, you know what I'm saying? You ain't no nine million dollar receiver. You you're got, more like a seven. You got three kids, that drop. That paid for your kid's college. Yeah. You just, every time you drop a ball, that's one kid that you can't pay for college. For dear you life, hold on to it. Hold on to it. By the way, that catch last night by, uh, who was it? It was, uh, Mike it, was Williams. it was Williams. That's the type of dude who knows, I'm not dropping this Bentley. Yeah, you right got to figure out a way. The defender was in great position, but he went, he went around the defender with his right arm and, and leaned in. And as the guy was pinned against him on the right-hand side, I mean, the left-hand side, he reached around, bam, scooped and scored. One hand. That was beautiful. Brought it into his body. So we're talking about contracts and what it's worth, you know, per play and all that. Lamar Jackson, you know, top receivers – oh, sorry, top quarterbacks getting guaranteed around 130, give or take, you know. That's what Russell Wilson just got and, and Kyler Murray. But – and even before that, you know, Aaron Rodgers and everyone's getting, you know, it was a hundred million guaranteed when it was Dak and Carson and them. Then it's gone up to about 130. Except that Deshaun Watson was getting traded. Everyone knew it. And the Cleveland Browns got paid. He wasn't going to go to Cleveland. Not only did you have to give up all the draft picks and everything to get him, you had to entice him with a new contract. Once Cleveland agreed to guarantee him 230 million, he signed with Cleveland. So really, the behavior of the marketplace was treating him like a free agent because he was going to go to the highest bidder. So that and 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 all yeah, these I other guess, quarterbacks, I guess you, you could say that. Yeah, and all these other quarterbacks are being treated like quarterbacks with one team where there's only going to be one bidder, and your contract's coming up. Yeah. So so when when someone like Lamar Jackson sees, oh, you're guaranteeing him two thirty. He's going to want 230 guaranteed. And then teams are all going to say, no, 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 that was a special situation. He was more like a free agent, right? But Lamar's not trying to hear that key. Lamar's no, trying no to hear. Ever, no one ever tries to hear anything remotely close to that, Max. Right. So, so pay me. 
Now, do you think the Ravens, because this is interesting, you think they're never going to let them walk out the door, but are no, the Ravens, Ravens going to come up to 230 guaranteed? Because he's it, showing you right now he won't play, he will play without a contract. He, they will come up. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Do I think that he will eventually get his $230 million from a combination of Ravens or Ravens and somebody else? And here's what I mean by that. He plays out this year. Is at twenty three million, right? Forty six next year on the franchise. Do the math. That's seventy nine. No, did I do it right? If you do it another franchise, 20. you're going to get it to about one hundred seventeen million. I've done this. This oh, salary, this salary next year franchise, next year franchise going to come out to between one hundred fifteen, hundred twenty million. Let's call it one twenty. All right. So he gets that one twenty. They yep. can only tag him twice. Yep. He then leaves. Yeah. And he says, "Oh, oh, oh. let stop right there for a second. Just pause." The market's going up because the cap's going up because of well, TV yeah, that's money. That's why I said he's just eventually going to get it. And Herbert and Burroughs' contracts will have been done yeah. by then. So this year plus the two years, you say 120. Now he's a free, undrafted, I mean, a, a unrestricted free agent. Yep. He in the, he's in the marketplace, Kirk Cousins-like. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden somebody wants to give him $280 million fully guaranteed. This is what I'm saying. On top of the three years of 120. No one's going to give it to him? But hold on, let me finish. But do you want to take that risk? If you're Lamar. If you're Lamar to get to $280 million three seasons from now. Key, wait a minute. 280 plus what? Plus, plus 120. Let's plus do the, the math. 120. That's 400. If he t- if he has the guts to do it, would I do it? No. But, but he keep, has more guts than me. But you keep rolling the dice, right? Yeah. You roll the dice this year, you get out. You get 45, you roll the dice again, you get out. You get another, whatever, 50, you roll the dice, you get out. It's a lot of dice rolls. It's a, lot, a, of, running it's a quarterback. lot of It's a lot of dice rolls. But here's how I here's how I assess it, unlike Pat Costello. Is when I look at, at it, when I look at it, is 70 plus million dollars here next year. Am I okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. That's how I look at it. Right. Am so I, it's kind of like you have a you you got, got your money. I've, I've, you got I've, your money. I've, I've, I got something. I'm okay. I'm 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 okay at 23 if I never get another dime. But especially at 70. But then I'm 70, I'm even more okay. So really you're only rolling the dice once cuz you roll the dice this year then you're automatically going to get to the 70. You're going to get to the 70. So you, you got to hit but on this you gotta dice be, roll. You, meaning him, because I will be, I have to be comfortable enough to say, well, $70 million, I'm good. Plus what I already made, I made $80 If million. he is. If I ever get to the point where it's catastrophic in my career, I have to be comfortable with that. But quarterbacks st- always get their money. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.